What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. What are we grateful for today, Geraldine? Patience. I, I don't know. Is patience? Could patience be my grateful? Sure. Okay. I'm that. grateful for people with patience mm-hmm. because I realize it takes a lot of patience to deal with certain people, um, and I feel like a lot of people don't have patience. You know who does? Who? Your son. Saint Dequi. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's like, no. No, he does. Yeah. You're right. He does. He does. Yeah. Compared to me, um, it's always like when someone's like, what's like your favorite trait about him? I, my brain usually goes to his patience because I it balances me out because I don't have any. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's mine. Patience. I love that. I think, I think. Also, I got a, a compliment um, with my kids yesterday at one of our job sites mm. and the manager just pulled me aside to tell me that he enjoys watching them you know yeah. and seeing them do their thing yeah and you i thanked him yeah. and i thanked him and he said it's he did he told me he's like it takes a lot of patience to yeah. do what you do and i said yeah. it does yeah and um but i'm when I'm grateful, I'm not saying I'm grateful for myself, but I'm grateful for him, for people like him who have the patience to have us there. Yeah. You know, I'm grateful for people's understanding, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm happy. I'm, I, I did that yesterday, too. Grateful, well, happy. Happy, grateful, yeah. <laughs> happy, happy, grateful, about, like, whatever. Yeah. We're just all happy, grateful, lovely, yeah. kind of loving day. Yeah. Love that. And you, Alyssa Rose. i work on my patience. I feel like I've gotten better. Um, I'm grateful for my new therapist. Ooh, love uh, her, guys. Really? Yes, love at first sight. She's like, I think this is meant to be. I was like, I think this is meant to be. No way. Yes, love her so much. I'm so happy. And how I, did you find her? Like, just like online. through? Yeah, wow. Around. Yeah, I, I was reading her like description and stuff. I actually was going to do better help, but they don't take insurance and I have insurance. So I'm like, Okay. I would rather you know, right. save a little money, you know? Right, of course. But I, I like signed up for better help and everything and they were like, unfortunately we don't they do like um payment plans for people that like have a lower income. I did, but I was I didn't even try that because I was like, I have the insurance, I'll just use that. But they do offer like payment um reductions, you mm-hmm. know. That's what I was trying to say. Anyways, so I found her and I saw her profile and automatically I was like, I don't know, this just feels like really right. Like I just read her little description and her specialties and she put that she was humorous and straightforward or something like that. And I was like, that's me. And I was like, I have a good feeling about this. So then I emailed her and she's like, I don't really have any openings for the next couple of weeks, but I'll email you. And then I got an email like a day or two later and she was like, I have a slot. Da, 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 da. I was like, it's oh, meant to be. So we ended up having our first session the other night, and yeah, it was like an instant click. It was That's so good, amazing. Yeah, we were like laughing together, so happy for you. getting deep together. She already knows we went over our time because it was our first session, so she got to know me really well. She was like saying things that was like hitting the nail on the head for me. So I feel like she really understands what I'm going through, and she's like giving me really specific examples. Well, first of all, I will say she does she did say I have mild OCD and generalized anxiety. Yeah, just off the first session. She was like definitely. Um but she's like of course it's a scale, you know, you're definitely I'm glad you came now cuz this is something that could have gotten a lot worse in the future. So she's like going to teach me some different skills and and things like that. Yeah. And I don't I just feel so good that it's a thing that I can do every single week, a set day, a set time, just to talk about anything that I'm going through, anything that's bothering me. It's just so nice. It feels very comforting to have that person there, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's what they're there for. Um, But anyways, yeah, so she was giving specific examples with uh, generalized anxiety and OCD. and, And she would say things like, you know, I was talking to her about the shot glass thing, like very specific examples. And she's like, okay, so that sounds like it's something that, if you went to two locations on a vacation and you went to the first one and you didn't get a shot glass, but then you went to the second location and you did get a shot glass, it would kill you that you didn't get, get one, one at that first, first location. One. I was like, yeah, that would cause me a lot of anxiety. I said, we went to the Bronx Zoo for our uh, anniversary a couple years ago, left the shot glasses in the hotel room. Still bothers me. I'll never forget it. Like, obviously, like, 
I'm like over the anxiety of it now, but I hate that that happened. And I let things like that really bother me, like little shit like that that just causes me anxiety and stress. But she just gave like multiple examples like that where I was like, how are you in my head? You know, it's a crazy one. And she said she's never used that example before. So it's crazy. The world, the, the outer space thing that I say all the time. She's like, I've never used that example before. Wow. I'm like, I think about that all, all the, the time. time. That is my Roman Empire. It, it, it consumes you. Yeah. You know that trend? The Roman Empire? No. What's oh, that? I did it with Zane. You ask your mans how often do they think about the Roman Empire? And a lot of them are like, we're like every other day, or like once a week. But that is my Roman Empire is <laughs> outer space. Wow. <laughs> Not actually. I don't think about that right, often. No, but, but still. Yeah, but it was funny that um, she used that example. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, she just said a lot of things that really hit the nail on the head with certain things. I'm trying to think of, like, any other examples uh, she used. Let me think. Um, Do you feel vindicated? validated more validated yeah 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 i feel like she just really understands the way my brain works because she specializes in this so and we were even like talking about like tiktok like she watches tiktoks and we were talking about my job and you know the different tolls that that takes on me and we were talking about this one specific influencer her name is elise myers she has a pretty bad ocd and there was one that i actually had just saw so when i looked her up i was like oh i just saw her video where she was filming herself like getting ready for bed or whatever and she got stuck in the mirror and it's she said I have um it's called just right or feels right I wrote it down feels right or just right OCD um where you have to do things like I use the the light switch example is something I do all the time uh and she's like you have to do things until they feel just right so it's called just right and she was in the mirror this girl and she had to keep flexing her arm until the muscle like felt right but she like caught herself on camera in like the over and over like and then like having to do it over and over again. Yeah. Oh. And then also undoing OCD. So you feel like when you have like an obsessive thought, um, you have to like undo it in some sort of form because you feel guilty for having like an obsessive thought where you're like, I don't know, like, uh, for example, like what if I just jumped in front of that bus right now? Or what if I was that bus driver and I hit someone? Would I have done that on accident? Would I have done that on purpose? Am I a horrible person? Like your obsessive thoughts get so deep where you're like, oh my God, I'm a horrible person. And you think about like shit like that, then almost you want to undo it in some sort of way. So like you would want to go to your partner and be really extra nice and be a really good person to prove to yourself that those thoughts not were not actually, person. yeah, mm. yeah. So that's, that's called undoing OCD. Yeah, I've already learned so much about myself. And I feel so validated with so many of the things that she said. It was really, 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 really good. So I'm excited to continue and just get better. That's amazing. Yeah. And I told her about the, like the lying thing where I feel like, you know, leaving out details. She was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, And we were joking too about like, if I had to reschedule or something and she's like, well, you wouldn't lie to me. So we're good there. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't. I can't lie to you. Um. But yeah, there's, I should have made notes. I didn't, but we talked about a lot of stuff and it felt really nice. That's amazing. So I'm grateful for her. Very, very happy for you. Thank you. It feels really good to take that step. So if you guys are listening and you're like thinking about it, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Cause I'm like, even if I have a good week now, I'm like excited to tell her about it, you know, mm -hmm. which is such like a fun, good thing. That's amazing. So every yeah. once a week you'll do it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. <clears throat> and virtually. I've never done like via video chat before, but I actually like it. I don't mind it at all. Nice. Is something on your uh, mind? No. Well, um, no, I was going to say I'm the opposite, opposite. Like I think I would like it better in person. Yeah, I thought so too. You know? But I actually liked it. I didn't mind it at all. And I, you know me, I don't like to leave the house, so <laughs> it's easy. Just, just fine. It's yeah. just fine. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm, you know, I'm just, I have my daughter on my mind. <clears throat> oh, is that but, who you're just texting? Um, 
Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh. I was just letting everyone know that I'm here. And, oh. Yeah, but um, no, I just have Aaliyah on my mind, so uh-huh. even though, like, I'm fine, she's fine, but it's just, it's on my mind. As a mom, it's just on my mind. It's always mm. on my mind. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. But uh, let me tell you, I, I promise, though, I paid attention and focused oh, okay. on everything you said. Yeah. <laughs> um, Amani, the other night, he, um, <laughs> damn, kid of mine, I didn't tell you this already, did I? I don't even know what days are what days anymore. I don't know what it is. Did I tell you what he did? He came home, took a shower, went to the bathroom, flushed the toilet, and totally just decided it wasn't going to flush? No. Oh, yeah. All over. 2.30 in the morning, me and Amani were up mopping and cleaning, and they went down the chute, so all down the basement, had to be cleaned and mopped. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like, overflowed? Yeah, and he, he peed. It wasn't like he took like a massive poopy right. and yeah. clogged the toilet yeah. with toilet paper. He's like, my. Thank God. And that would have been a mom he goes, moment. My, he goes, my big lesson learned. He goes, because I panicked. He goes, I saw it rising. He goes, and the first thing I did was take the cover off the bowl. Like, what the fuck is that going to do? Like, he was thinking like he could make it stop by the, you know, the. Yeah. In the back of the toilet. Instead of turning yeah. the thing. And then when he realized that wasn't happening the way he thought it was. But he was like, as soon as it reached the top, ma, he goes, it was like two inches of water. <gasps> like immediately, you know? So that he, I just, I heard him come home and, you know, whatever, said hello, goodbye, whatever. And then he like went and took his bath and a shower and he ate his dinner. So it's like hours later. So like literally 2.30 in the morning, 2, 2.30 in the morning, him and I were up like mopping everywhere. Oh my God. He's like, ma, I am so sorry. I'm like, well, you're oh mopping. Like, I didn't do it. I showed him where everything was. I was like, uh, you're doing that's it. That's a you know? job, yeah. And then we went down and we fucking went into the basement. I'm like, we have to go check downstairs. Because at first, because he was like, it was weird, though, because I noticed when I, when he, this is so disgusting. But he noticed when he was peeing that the water level wasn't the normal water right, level. Right, 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 right. So he was like, I really did He goes, I noticed it, but I didn't think anything of it. You yeah. know, he's like, oh, maybe RJ drank out of the toilet bowl. And I'm like. That worried me because I was like, oh, what if the sump pump that's in the basement, what if something happened that it like partially only like whatever, which something must have happened. Right. Oh, we don't know. No. So I was worried. No. But I mean, we've flushed and did everything a thousand times. It's fine. But I don't know if I I, I, honestly, I don't know. But Mm. um, yeah. But I was worried that maybe that thing broke downstairs and maybe it was like overflowing or something. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh gosh, let's go check the basement. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, mom, must have came right through the chute. And I'm like, damn, but now that's where all the clothes are. Oh. And it was pee-pee water. So we had I had to wash clothes at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, you're like, <laughs> I can't let them sit here and rot. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it's disgusting. But yeah, so <clears throat> needless to say, that was just a fun night. Yeah, very fun. <laughs> I wind up taking a shower shortly after because oh my god, yeah, poor well, thing. Yeah, because as I was going over there trying to help him get the clothes out of like into the washing machine and shit like that, I got dripped on. So I was like, oh my god, I gotta go take a shower right now. Ew. <laughs> You're like, I didn't think I'd get peed on by my kids at yeah. this age. <laughs> That's what's what's happening. I thought we had past pissing on mama stage. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, so disgusting. But uh, yeah. yeah, now thank goodness, Only <laughs> everything you was that fucking happened to. I know. What I came home fuck? from work. I came home from work yesterday. I'm like, now I gotta like put the because uh, it was the mats and then all the clothes, right? Uh, so I washed all the clothes. I wasn't gonna wash the mats with the clothes. So yeah. then I had to wash the mats. Oh my god! But last night I was just like, oh my god! Like I just like enough. Like I just want yeah. like enough is enough. I don't want to do anymore right now. Yeah. Exhausted. Just yeah. yesterday was a trying day at work and then to come home and do all that and the night before having no sleep because of all of that and then i took a shower i was like i was exhausted yesterday but yeah i'm a little tired today too but oh my god I've, I've been so tired too i've been getting five and a half hours of sleep and i'm like a eight nine hour gal why what's I, going I on i was i was trying to find balance with vlogmas and now i found it so last night i got like eight and a half and i oh. feel like a new woman nice but i i don't know it was all new to me so i was like underestimated it i wasn't doing my time management well now i have it like well under control but i was going to bed late waking up early uh-huh. yeah so uh yeah i was just getting five and a half hours of sleep but you're better now yeah but yesterday i was like 
I'm like, it's catching up to me. I need to go to bed early tonight. So I did. What time did you go to bed? Um, I think I fell asleep around 11. Oh, which that's is nice. pretty good for me. Okay. Let me see. When I you said I went to bed early, early, I was like, what, like 8.30? <laughs> I was, it says I fell asleep at 11.29. But I think I fell asleep and then woke back up. So I don't know if this was accurate. Anyways, it says I, total duration, nine hours and seven minutes. Yeah. Eight hours and 23 minutes of sleep. Wow. Yeah. Needed that. I was so tired. And that's all from your little ring. Yeah. Love her. Love my little aura ring. Wow. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> You're distracted today. I'm paying attention. No, no, not like with me. I'm just saying I can tell your mind is elsewhere. You're like, uh, are you asking me what color the sky is? And I'm saying like Red Riding Hood no, or something. Like, am no. I not answering? Properly? No, 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 you are. I just, I yeah, am. Yeah, I can tell you're like yeah. just like tired and you're, um, you yeah. have a lot on your mind. I do have a lot on my mind. I have a yeah. shit ton on my mind, but I am yeah. trying to be present. Sorry. No, I'm going to try to focus. <laughs> We're staring into each other's eyes. Now. I will try to be. Fo- I, I will try to focus a little. Okay, better. so let's read your emails. We have some advice emails here, um, and the first one is wedding help. What would you do? What? <laughs> I I just had the biggest gurgle. Oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> but you just gave me a a, a breakfast bar, so yeah. I don't know why I'm gurgling, but I did. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. This okay. is you. Yeah, you. Uh, Okay, it says, hey, lovely ladies, I need to make this short and sweet because if I don't, I would literally be able to write a whole book. Would you attend a wedding when the bride hates you? Weird that I'm even invited. I know. This is my fiance's friend's wedding. My fiance is the best man. This girl, Sally, has had problems with me since the day she met me. Literally nothing happened. She is just a mean girl who acts like she is still in high school. I've tried to be friends with her, and she is nothing but rude to me. She is also now friends with the girl who introduced me to my fiance, who was my college roommate. I am not friends with my college roommate anymore because she has distanced herself from me now that I'm engaged to her boyfriend's best friend. She is clearly threatened by by that for whatever reason i understand how that could be annoying from her point of view since her relationship has not progressed at all and i'm sure that she wants it to it is super immature and these girls have low-key kind of been bullying me for years now it's a situation where they act like mean girls in high school behind my back but they're nice to me in person and i just pay no attention because i just had a baby i'm a mom now and i could honestly care less i'm super hurt by my college roommate but that is a whole other story. It is just frustrating that these girls will always kind of be in my life because their significant others are really close with my fiance. There are always going to be events and get togethers where I will cross paths with them. Listen, Jerry, how would you react to this treatment? I do my best to just ignore it. When I announced I was pregnant, I never even got a congrats for my college roommate. Instead, one of our other friends told us that Sally and the college roommate were talking mad shit about me being <laughs> pregnant. When we got engaged, Sally said she was going to ruin my wedding. Another friend told us that. She was joking. But still, ironically, I am invited to her wedding, which is a few weeks from now. Should I be going to this wedding? I need overall advice on how to handle the fakest females I've ever met. Best, your favorite listener. (laughs) This does sound like high school. Not going to lie. She invited you just because she felt like she had to. Let's get that straight. It's not like she's like, oh, I like her, and I'm going to pretend I've never been rude. 
She knows she doesn't like you, and she's just doing it just because she felt like she had to, I'm sure. Yes. I concur. <laughs> no, I was trying to see if they've always been together, because I was going to say, maybe it's a power num- yeah, power in numbers. Mm. Like, maybe she likes her, but when the college friends around, she acts like she doesn't like her, but I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, um, would, I wouldn't go <laughs> because why? Um, and I think it's kind of unfortunate that you're going to have your rest of your life dealing with them because of their bromance, you know, but I think just keep doing you. I think, it, I think you have the right attitude of, I could care less. Like I don't give a shit. And I think you just need to carry on. You're a mother now. Worry about your baby, your family, and, you know, let the let them live their high school drama. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> in a few weeks. Which means it probably passed already. Because. Yes. <laughs> when I saw that, I kind of chuckled. I was like, damn. Yeah. Damn. Okay, oh, well. Man. Well, she didn't put urgent, so we didn't read it. I want to know. Did you go? Yeah, I want to know, too. Let so us know. Can you follow up with an yes. update email? Wow, yes. Can you follow up with an update email? Yes. Let us know if you want. Advice. Hey, y'all. I hope your day's going well. Jerry, I just want to say I'm so proud of you. I love hearing all the stories about your new job. And oh. Alyssa, I hope your ankle is doing okay. Oh, thanks. Y'all are amazing people. Thank you. Thank you. Let me get into why I need advice, LMAO. So me and my boyfriend have been talking since January and dating since June. Ever since we're together, this man hasn't pooped. What? And, and has barely farted in front of me once. Once. Oh, sorry. See, I shouldn't have paused. Um, so he hasn't pooped or farted in front of her once. The only time he's farted has been early in the morning when he thinks I'm sleeping. He doesn't even say anything like, oh, my stomach hurts or I need to use the bathroom or even anything about how he or even anything about how he needs to use the restroom or fart. He acts like these bodily functions don't even exist. Now, I'm a gassy girl. <laughs> the fact that you fucking wrote in about this is hysterical. I'm a gassy gal who always who also happens to have IBS. So as you can imagine, it's hard for me to hide every time I feel like I have to release my gases. Now, mind you, she's putting a laughing emoji, guys. Um, Now, mind you, my whole family has been very open about their bodies and their functions. So this is very new for me. I know he's the man I'm going to marry, but I can't even fart in front of him. <laughs> Ladies, do you have advice on how to overcome the fear of farting or pooping in front of my boyfriend? <laughs> because he's not open about it. I feel like it's 10 times harder for me to reach that level of comfort with him. Help. <laughs> I gotta say, this is a new one. I, yeah, I love how we get emails on like the most serious things. And she's just like, bitch, help. <laughs> I mean, listen, she has been raised. <laughs> In a household where, like, it's just natural bodily, like, you fart. Okay, It doesn't sound like she's talked about it with him, though. She's just assuming. But he won't even fart. Or but, he, p- but did you talk about that, or does he, has he just not? I mean, maybe he, may, maybe like, he say something. Up, maybe he grew up the same way you grew up, but he's, like, trying right. to be respectful of you and, like, right. oh, let me not fart and gross my girlfriend out. Right. Because most girls, I think, probably would be grossed out. Right. You know? So, so maybe he's trying to protect you. It doesn't sound like they've talked at all. Give him permission to, like, just let it go. Be like, honey. Just talk about it. It's if okay. that's what you want. You can fart, honey. Yeah. It's all right. I don't mind. I know it's a natural body, yeah. a normal body response. Just yeah. let it go. Yeah. But if you have talked to him, Alyssa... What do you do? And if he's just not a farter, if he just is a very private guy and wants to go fart in the bathroom by himself, how is she supposed to fart in front of him? You Then you have to do what you want to do. Yeah, just fart in front of him. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's if that's just... a game, if that's a, if, it, if that's a relationship changer, then yeah. that's a relationship changer. Yeah, you can't change who you are, you, you know? Yeah, that you can't deal with. And Especially that... if, listen, it's not even like she just wants to go around grossing people out. She has IBS. When she has to mm. let gas go, she has to let gas go, you know? Right. She's not going to hold it in and just suffer, you know? But I don't know. I Listen, I'm hoping that maybe you've never had the conversation with him. 
And I think it's just a simple conversation. Like, uh, yeah, hey, like, honey. I just want to let you know I have IBS, so it's going to come out when it's going to come out. Right. That's it. And you, you don't have to hide it in front of me. I don't mind. It's normal. Yeah, and you don't have to poop with the door open, by the way. I don't know. You're saying poop in front of my boyfriend. Like, you guys don't have to be in the bathroom together, <laughs> but be like, I'm like, I, all the time, I'm like, babe, I got a shit. Sorry, bye. Like, yeah, I got to poop. Just get out. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I I hope that you haven't had the conversation yet, and a simple conversation will make all this all that much better. Mm. That's all I got for you, though. How far into the, into the relationship are they? Since January, January and dating since, since June. June. Still kind of new. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of new. Right. So maybe give it a little time. But I would talk about it. Yeah. I would talk about it from a me point. Like, hey, I have IBS. I just want to let you know. <laughs> I get it, though. That's so uncomfortable for her, probably. No, but I think it's easier for her because, I, all right, I think it's harder to pass gas in front of him because he has it in front of her but i'm saying for yeah. her i think it would make it an easier situation if she was to say i just want to let you know i'm not trying to gross her out i have ibs and i'm not <laughs> shameful of passing gas i have to do it you know yeah. maybe that'll kind of like open the gates for him you know yeah. and then maybe you'll be emailing us saying oh my god what did i do or what if he's like babe that's fine but i would just appreciate if you just like went into the bathroom mm-hmm. to do your business like then what would she say it might not be the guy for her, though. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, why, I mean, why did you and your ex break up? <laughs> well, listen. I mean, listen. I mean, you, you you know Mimi. My dog Mimi, as she walks down the hallway, she'll go... Pff, 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 or every time she sits, she'll go... Pff, right? Yeah. It's like, especially... I mean, have you ever had a bellyache where it just comes out? Like, you don't want it to? I mean, imagine having... I, I, we're opposite on this, though, because I'm the one that would excuse myself. Okay, but if you're... From anyone. If, if you have... Like IBS, and it's just, it's there. Yeah, I don't have IBS. But if you did, and it's just there, you can't help it. It's well, just then there. That's literally something you can't control. Right. So I'm yeah. saying, if that's the situation, then that's a him problem, not a you problem. You well, know what I'm saying? Been dating if he for can't so accept long, it. And, and she hasn't yet, so maybe she does have some control. I'm sure she does. <laughs> you know? I don't, like, I think she has some sort of control, but it's just an inconvenience right. for her. Right. Because it's so, probably more often. Yeah, uh, listen, just have a conversation. Man, can we fart in front of each other? Do we, we Have we reached that level of comfort yet? That's yeah. it. And yeah. if he's like, that's like a no-no for me, uh-uh. Well, then you know where he where he stands, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Everyone has preference. Absolutely. Yeah, so I like to excuse myself. <laughs> okay. One night stand turns into two? Advice needed. What's poppin', ladies? Before I begin explaining my little situation, I cannot forget to express my appreciation and gratitude for you, ladies. I moved to college around two months ago, and your podcast is one of the reasons I feel at home here. I've been a listener for three years since the pandemic, so listening to your podcast makes me feel like I'm at home, putting together a puzzle like I did during quarantine. (laughs) Jerry and Alyssa, this podcast is a testament to your greatness and never fails to make me laugh or smile, especially when it's needed the most. We appreciate this platform so much and are so grateful for the community that you've given us. Oh my goodness. That was so well written and so cute thank you a couple of weeks ago i went out with my friends to a bar and i found myself dancing with a man after turning around and finding a god i mean god he was so attractive we continued to dance a while later i felt like i was gonna vomit so i went outside and he told my friends that he was going with me we sat outside the bar on a bench and talked for an hour but it felt like 10 minutes about life our majors, dreams, goals, etc. He insisted on finding me water because that would make me feel better. We made our way to a restaurant to find water and we sat there for a while. We ended up having to use uh, the restroom at the restaurant we were at. We ended up having to use a restroom and the restaurant that we were at was closing. We made our way back to the bar and find my friend. As I was using the restroom, I heard him say to the bar employee, I'm waiting for my girl. We couldn't help uh, we couldn't find my friends. We decided to call it a night. He walked me home and ended up coming into my room to make sure I made it out safely. We started making out, and then we had sex on the floor, in the shower, and again in my room. I'd never felt this spontaneous and safe with a man before. When my roommate came back home, he ended up leaving. The next weekend, we found each other again, and it felt like fate. You didn't exchange phone numbers or anything? You just ran into each other again. 
Listen, my, my eyes, I just look like a deer in headlights. As soon as I read that along with you, I was like, what? That reminds me of that Christmas movie that I love. Yes. When she found him again. Yes. Um, we were dancing, but he had to leave because his roommate needed to go home. A couple hours later, when I got home, I invited him over and he came over. Okay, they did exchange. I never, I had never orgasmed before <clears throat> until we had sex or the or had the adrenaline for more than one round. He spent the night and slept with me, something I had never done with a man before. Now for my dilemma. I'm falling fast for him, but I'm not sure where he lies. I don't think I'm much, I don't think I'm in much of a position to ask since we've only hung out when we've had alcohol in our systems. I wasn't going to write in until I found his account on Hinge because that has to be to me and he's in a room interested in a relationship hinge is less of a hookup app than tinder so maybe i'm reading too far into the situation i included so many details that this is a novel i'm so sorry but i'm not sure if i'm missing anything he's my perfect man on paper and i'm not sure that i'm ready to let that go yet any advice would be greatly appreciated i wanted to mention that i was totally okay with doing the one night stand until my friend started him doing some fbi work and found his socials and showed me how nice of a man he is other than what i already knew and how much i would be losing out if i didn't turn this into a relationship then, with him sleeping with me, I felt like that's not something you do with a casual hookup. Maybe you do, but I'm not sure. Anyways, guidance or advice is welcomed. Okay, love you. Bye. Wow. Thoughts? Okay, so. I think. What do I think? I think. The two times you've met him, like you said, it's been alcohol and um, in your systems. I think you are looking, because of your friends in the social media, you're looking more into him. You're like, wow, he could be a great partner, right? Um, I think you need to be able to see him without the alcohol. Maybe ask so him to go to a dinner instead of just yes. meeting up at the bar. Yes. Um, I think getting to know him will allow you to have whatever the answer is come to you naturally. I, I don't think writing into us, whether, you know, like I, nobody at this point can give you any sort of advice or an answer because you don't even really know him. Mm -hmm. And when you do, like you said, you, you said the only time I've been with him is when alcohol has been involved. So I think it's very important to see how he is just on a day to day without being in a bar scene, you know, and just see if you guys start, you know, like hang out, hang out more, try to spend more time with him during the day or like, is he also in that college? You know, like see if you guys can meet up on like outside of a bar and just see how your relationship goes naturally from there. Yeah. You know? So shoot your shot. Yeah. Say, hey, I really like enjoyed my time with you. Would you like to go on like an actual date? Mm -hmm. Ask him out. Yeah. Why Aww. not? He, you said he's on hinge, so... Right. I guess. If Which is more of a committed type of thing over Tinder, right? Yeah. As long as his hinge profile doesn't say, you know, here for fun or whatever. Right. Then I would shoot your shot. But or if swipe seen, on him. Yeah. And if all his socials are open and he seems like he's a nice guy, then definitely shoot your shot. Yes. 100%. What's that expression? You lose every chance you don't take. Facts. Right? Yeah. So you never know. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay. Oh, this is a long one. You want to do it or you want me to do it? Up to you. <clears throat> All right. I'll try. Cat. Sister advice. What's poppin'? Listen, Jerry. Before I get into this long email, I want to say how much I love this podcast. I'm a little behind right now. I'm on episodes from the end of August, but I'm trying my best to keep up. You're close. Yeah. Not bad at That's all. Not far. <laughs> I need some sister advice, but also it's kind of like I just need to word vomit a little and get some stuff off my chest. Let me preface that I am 18 and my sister is 20. So the story starts in June. My family and I were on our annual summer vacation and my mom thought my sister had gained some weight in her stomach. She had just finished up her freshman year at college. Our mom made her take a pregnancy test and we, 
when we got home from family vacation, and what do you know? It was positive. Oh, shit. My sister was not seeing anyone at the time. Her last period was in December. Our mom scheduled her an appointment at the OBGYN the following day. June? Turns out she was 26 (gasps) weeks pregnant and due with a little girl in September. This baffles me. I just saw one a few weeks ago, and it was like she literally was in labor and had no idea until she was in labor. I t- I don't know if I've said How it on here. Fuck yeah, do you not know. I had a girl because you know, for those of you don't who don't know, like I say, I graduated one school, but I graduated like I graduated the year I was supposed to graduate, but I graduated from a different school because I dropped out. You did tell, and yes. then I enrolled in night school. But one of my girls that I went to night school with, when I tell you she was maybe a hundred pounds, I'm not lying. Like a teen, she was very tiny, very petite. We broke, we took a break for Thanksgiving. And when we came back, she showed me pictures of her son. And I was expecting to see like a three, four year old because like you have a son, right? It was a brand new baby. So I'm like, oh my God, like how old is he? She's like, oh, he's like six days old. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, I never knew I was pregnant. How do you not? Where is the baby? It was in there. She had a six pound baby too. So go figure. She had a six-pound baby boy on Thanksgiving Day. She was taking the turkey out of the oven, and her water broke. She had no idea what was going on. Never knew she was pregnant. Had her period or pregnancy symptoms. I mean, I'm sorry. Had her period or period symptoms the entire time. What? Mm -hmm. How is there's got to be like some sort of like weird science behind that? I don't know. Rare situation. I've heard of it just like this very often. I mean, this girl didn't even know. Her mom said, wow, you gained a few pounds. You know, maybe you should take a pregnancy test. It wasn't like this girl was like, oh, my God, I think I'm pregnant. And she was probably like, mom, I'm not fucking pregnant. Like, what? And 26 weeks pregnant? How do you not feel the baby moving around? How do you not feel that? It's got to be like somewhere else where you can't feel it. Like something happens where the stomach doesn't expand. I don't know. I I don't look into that. I've heard listening is like I need to go take a pregnancy test. (laughs) I've heard and like that personally, that case I knew. I had another girlfriend who was pregnant nineteen weeks before she knew she was pregnant. Nineteen weeks. So that's crazy. Yeah, it happens. It happens. I personally, from being pregnant, don't know. Yeah, how? That's what I'm saying. But it happens just like this. Wow. I mean, twenty twenty six weeks is a very pregnant pregnancy listen i mean you don't have to deal with any of the shit symptoms i guess it's like easy right (laughs) easy pregnancy (laughs) you don't even feel it that's crazy okay well i'm sorry she knew exactly who the dad was and contacted him after her appointment shit they went to senior prom together and graduated high school together they were friends with benefits for a while but he joined the army and had to leave to north carolina when she told him he told her that he did not want her to do this alone a few weeks later they started dating their sweet baby girl was one september 9th he was able to get a a three-month paternity paternity leave from the army so he has lived with us during this period now for the present time Ever since my niece was born, my sister's boyfriend has been very protective over her. Yes, I understand. It's his kid and he loves her. But I just wish he would trust me like my sister does. I have three younger cousins who are five, two, and one. So I've dealt with my fair share of babies and would say that I'm very good at taking care of them. One specific example, the other day, it was just me, him, and the little girl home. I was in the kitchen, he was in the bedroom, and the little girl was in the living room sleeping. She started fussing, and so I went to go give her her pacifier back, and he comes in running uh, running to her. I got it, I got it, I got her. I just, It just really frustrates me because they are moving to North Carolina, and I won't be able to see my niece as much as I want to. And as much as I, sorry, as much as I do now while living under the same roof as her, I just really wish he would trust me with her. He just, he just hovers 24 seven. Should I say something to him or just let it go? My sister and her boyfriend just signed a lease in a condo in North Carolina today. They move on November 3rd. I'm going to miss my sister so much. 
Yes, she went away for her first year of college, but she was home most every weekend. She's my best friend, and we spend so much time together. I just feel like they're moving way too fast. This sounds selfish, but I feel like she's being taken away from me. I understand that he can't just leave the Army. He signed a contract to them for two years, so they could come back home eventually, I guess. It's not that I don't trust him with my sister and niece, because I definitely do. I think it's just going to be... Very interesting. My parents are also somewhat concerned about how fast this is all happening. And they just can't tell their daughter not to go. She's 20 years old and she could do whatever she wants. So I don't know if I need advice or I just wanted to get this out of my head. Maybe some words of encouragement would be nice. Thank you both. You are such role models in my life. And I bet everyone else in the Agamel fam Alyssa, a few things. I'm sorry to hear about your fractured ankle. I fractured my foot almost two years ago and was in a boot for four weeks. It was hell, but I got through it, and you will too. Also, thank you for inspiring me to start my reading journey. I have read six books so far this year, which is the most I've ever read in a year. So far from Colleen Hoover, I've read Ends With Us. Uh, I'm halfway through. It starts with us. Next up is Ugly Love. I was curious if you had any a Goodreads account. <laughs> I would love to follow you on there and see your book recommendations. Lastly, I'm a big Swifty and really wanted to know your thoughts on Taylor Swift. <laughs> you too, Jerry. No hard feelings, though, I promise. <laughs> uh, sorry for this long email, but thank you for taking the time to read it. Okay, okay love, love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's funny. Adorable. Okay, let me address the silly little things at the end. Uh, I do have a Goodreads account. It is on my link tree, which is linked always in my uh, YouTube descriptions and in my bio on my Instagram. It's everywhere. So you can find my Goodreads on there or you just search up Alyssa Rose. Um, I also have a highlight on my Instagram account where I do all my book reviews in one place. So you can see that there. Um, Ugly Love was not my favorite, though. I will say that. But read it because a lot of people love it. Um, it's a good book, but wasn't my fave. I would recommend with without merit it's called um i am not a swifty <laughs> sorry <laughs> so random jerry is not a swifty either i'm not a swifty um i can appreciate her talent and i think she's very she's a great singer and she's a genius but it's not my cup, cup of, of tea. tea and i've given it many chances because i was like what is all this hype about i've had friends who are obsessed with her that are like listen to this one this one this one and i'm just like i just it's not hitting it's not hitting for me the way it should, you know? So she's just not my, uh, yeah, she's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Sorry. Sam. Yeah. I feel the same way. <laughs> um, and I have tried. I find myself singing along. Like, obviously, yeah, she's yeah. so overplayed. Or yeah, so, she's always in my head. She's well played. Yeah. I don't know how to say that without sounding wrong. It's they play her a lot. She's yeah. popular, so yeah. I tend to know the songs, but yes. I wouldn't I would never go out and like buy an album or go to her concert. But I again, like you said, I respect her as an artist. Like yeah. I know she's great and talented yeah. and everything else. So Yeah. I like just, her old, old stuff when I was younger, like our song is a slam screen door, sneaking alley, tapping on. Like that old school Taylor Swift, like a few of those songs I like. But yeah, her shit is all over social media. So every time I feel like I am like scrolling and I put my phone down, her song is like stuck in my head. Yeah. So we're sitting here singing her song. Correct. <laughs> and we're like, oh, we're not Swifties, but we're singing her songs. Yeah. Um, and what do you think about the email? I'm, I'll give you my advice. No, my opinion, because I don't think you really need advice. My opinion is this. Um, you and your sister were very close. Um, she got pregnant and now she's trying to make the most of it. And I think, yes, you're going to miss her. I think, yes, it's going to be hard, but I think she just deserves a lot of credit right now because she's trying to do the right thing. I, I think dad is trying to do the right thing. And I think when we live in a world where we hear more often than not about dads who are not involved with kids life. I think even if he is a little overprotective right now, I think you're lucky. Which is so you normal. Know? He's 20 years old. He's a first-time dad. He wants to do the binkies. He doesn't want someone to touch his kid. That's a very normal thing for yeah. a first-time parent. Yeah. It's okay. And, I think, and it's probably his big proud daddy moment. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm a dad. I got this. Yeah. I think, I think because she put all that up and then she said, and now they signed a lease and they're moving. I think that's more of an issue than anything else. Yes. I think you do feel that he's taking her away, but think of it as 
he's bettering their life. Like yeah, they're their doing, daughter. they're doing a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Like this is nothing but good. And I understand how it hurts you, but try to look through it through the other lens. Like look at it through maybe your niece now, right? She's going to have mom and dad together and then she'll visit family, you know? And who knows how long he'll stay in the army. I know he's, like you said, he has two more years left yeah. right now, right? But after that, if he decides to stay and be deployed somewhere else, it'll be okay. But families are together. There's lots of military families who make it work and yeah. get home on vacations and stuff like that. Yeah. I give the both of them a lot of credit because for being very young, having an oopsie type of baby and then running with it and becoming a couple yeah. and moving in together and making the best out of it. I think they both deserve a lot of credit. And I think you should be proud auntie and proud sister and sister-in-law. Yeah. And I think you should just like root them on. They, that's what yeah. they need. They need cheerleaders right now. You know, like yeah. they're young. Yeah. They're going and your time it. will come as yeah, an aunt. Ab- absolutely. Like remember like in their position, they're like, it's their daughter first, you mm-hmm. know, like now, like that's their world and they're going to do anything they can to put a bubble around her and, and they want to give her a good life, which like you said, like give them props mm-hmm. for that, you know, it's their daughter before it's your niece. So right. like you'll, your time will come, let mm-hmm. them have their moment with their kid and then your, your time will come eventually, you know, like they're trying to figure their life out. Mm-hmm. This is a big change. It, it is, know. but it's all good stuff. And yeah. you know, if, if you think for a second, just the complete opposite. What if he was a deadbeat? What if it was an abusive relationship? Correct. What if it was he, she didn't know who the daddy was? Like, this is all good things, you know? And even if it, I don't even want to say, but God forbid it didn't work out. At least they tried. They're yeah. both putting their best foot forward, trying to make this best life for this little girl. And I really do think that you should applaud them and, and really celebrate them. They're doing good things. Yeah. And like Liz said, it'll come back to auntie time. Trust me. Yeah. You know, it will. Yeah. And you can go visit them in North Carolina, you know, maybe yeah. watch the baby when it's a little older. They'll feel, you know, especially him. I understand. Maybe yeah. daddy's a little extra nervous, but, you know, they think like, they could break. <laughs> you know, they're of so course. delicate like yeah. a baby could break, you know? Yeah. They're a little more resilient than people give credit for. But, you know, he doesn't know. And he's learning. So he's a new parent and just like you're a new auntie. And I think just give it time. And, you yeah. know, like I said, maybe make a point of going down and visiting them. And, you know, well, asking, of course. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, maybe you can give them a break. Maybe by that time they'll be like, hey, listen, can you babysit Right, because we would love to go on date night. Right, you know. Yeah, almost like shift your perspective because you're like, oh, he just hovers twenty four seven. It's like, no, he's just being, he's a, being good a good dad. Dad, yeah, like that's you're not lucky. Hovering. Like, like that's his baby. Yeah, the baby's lucky to have a yeah. dad who hovers and yeah, wants like, to be involved. Yeah, like let the dad be a dad, and when when they're comfortable with you doing the pacifier or holding her, that's their say. Mm-hmm. You know. So I would just try to switch the perspective, take a step back, and be like, that's my sister's life. This is my life and I am blessed to be a part of it and I want them to do what's best for them. And don't like, I don't want, I also don't want you to make your sister feel bad if you're like upset about everything. And she's gonna be like, we're just trying our best. Mm-hmm. Like, please. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Applaud them. Yeah. Like, give them the credit. They're doing good things. Yeah. You don't want to feel like, oh, we're just trying to be parents and my sister's like annoyed at everything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, well, give us an update. I would love yeah. for you to go visit, you know? Yeah. Of and, course. And I say also from one person that had their sister move away to another i was really upset about it at first too i thought i felt like he was stealing my sister away too but like shit works out it's gonna be okay mm-hmm. like get to know him as long as your sister is happy and as long as you visit each other and you spend quality <laughs> time together it's okay i just said it recently in a vlog i was like it almost is like good this way because we still get to see each other quite often we're lucky in that way we see each other like every couple weeks maybe every like two months ish and we get to actually spend time together and she gets to live her life. I get to my, live my life. We're adults now. We can't, even if she lived here, we can't see each other every day anyway. Mm-hmm. So it works out mm-hmm. in the end, you know? Okay. Advice slash venting. Or is it my turn or your turn? Yes. Okay. Hey, ladies, I'm writing in mostly just to vent while it's still fresh because what better way to vent than to strangers? <laughs> Duh. But if you have any words of encouragement or advice, I'm open. It's going to be a long one, Alyssa. You might need to read this one. <laughs> LOL. A little backstory. My husband and I have been together since high school and have two children together, a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. We're 28. I have been a stay-at-home mom since I was pregnant with our seven-year-old because I lost my job the day before I found out I was pregnant. Oh, fuck. 
So basically eight years now of not working, my husband is a million percent okay with me staying home, taking care of our children and being the sole provider. In fact, it's what he wants me to do. And I obviously I'm not complaining about it at all. However, with the cost of living going up and the fact that we're outgrowing our apartment and we just want to buy a house, we've decided that it's time I look for work. In the past year, I have filled out probably close to 100 job applications. Oh my God. I never got any interest in being hired. Until recently, that is. I filled out an application for a new preschool that's opening. I got an interview and guess what? I got the job. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. So you're thinking, great, that's wonderful. And it is, but the place still isn't open and operating, which me and my husband are understanding about. Well, I overheard my father-in-law basically degrading me. At least that's how it felt to me. He was asking what happened to me working, knowing I got the job, and was told that I'm waiting for the place to open. To which he said, that's bullshit. He doesn't believe it. And that I'm not trying to work because everywhere you go now has hiring signs. My husband was telling him that I have filled out multiple applications and that nowhere ever shows interest in me or turns me down because I don't have any work experience for the past eight years. But nonetheless, father-in-law still doesn't believe it. My husband is reassuring to tell me that he doesn't want me to have to work and that it's okay that I haven't started working yet. But deep down, it makes me feel like I'm worthless because I'm not contributing financially to our family. And hearing my father-in-law say the things that he was saying just makes me feel even more worthless, even knowing that my husband is on my side 100%. Well, I'm going to end this here. Like I said, I was really just writing in to vent a little, but any, but open to any advice or words of encouragement you may, ladies may have. Attaching some pictures of my little family just because. Okay, okay love you. Bye. bye. Girl. Fucking damn it, man. <clears throat> Let me just say something. People need to understand what the cost of childcare is. For real. Go put your two kids in childcare for a whole day while you hold down a job. Because unless you have some major um, career. Like a good salary, yeah. Sorry, yeah. It's just- I got stuck. Thank you, Alyssa. But yeah, unless you have a career where you make a phenomenal salary, it doesn't even pay. Like, honestly, it's the cost of living. I don't know where you live, not the cost of living. Well, yes, the cost of living, but the cost of daycare in some of these places, like, I wouldn't be able to afford daycare where we live. So you're better off staying home instead of working to pay for the daycare. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then you're not... Yes, because then it, then you're at work and you're worrying about your kid and now you get called out of work because your kid fell down and got a boo-boo and now you're chancing ruining if If you guys can financially, and even if you have to do with a little less right now, right? Because you're saying like the cost of everything is going up. So it's like even if you had to do with a little less, it's okay. Of what? You know, of things, like of material things. Oh, oh, like, like going you know, out to like, eat right? Shit. Like, yeah, okay, like yeah. saying, like if, if she like had expenses, take, yeah. yeah. So she had to cut back on some of the expenses, but he's not complaining. And you right. guys, he's making it happen financially. Yeah. So maybe some of the perks will go. Yeah. But if he's making it happen, I wouldn't stress it. And the fact that now you're feeling worthless, or the way you feel because of what your father-in-law said, fuck okay. him. <laughs> <laughs> Like fuck him. him. He like, the same thing. <laughs> like seriously, like fuck him. Like who is he? He doesn't know your situation and the fact that he makes these comments, but he's not your husband. If your husband's fine with you staying home, that's a him thing. Right. Like that that like don't even I wouldn't even have a conversation. I wouldn't ever mention it again. If you started working, I wouldn't even give him the gratification of knowing that I'm working. Like it's none of his business. Fuck him. He doesn't deserve to know anything about you if it's, that's how yeah. he's gonna be. Mm. Um also Maybe do something on the side, like, like, um, you could do something part time too. Yeah. So you can be with your kids three days a week or two days a week and work three or two days a week. And maybe that would, you know, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe that is exciting to you. Maybe you're like, all right, I'm ready to, you know, we can put the kids in daycare two, three days a week so I can go out and have a little bit of a life on my own and have a job and feel more purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that's something that you're longing for mm-hmm. and you you don't have to go all or nothing. Yeah. And and then that can help pay for those days of daycare, you know, and hopefully you can get a job where you make more Actually, than I think you would be paying for daycare. Seven, seven's in school. What's the other one? Four? 
A four. So even next okay, year, in school. Well, her next next year, her other one will be in school. There you right? Go. Kindergarten starts at yeah. five. So unless you're in a pre-K, but by next year, you'll be fine to then nice. get a job yeah. when your kids are in school. And I would recommend working for a school so you're in she with is. school yeah, hours. Preschool. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying even, even like with your kids' local school district, like even if you're a lunch aide right. or you know um, yeah. something like that. This way, you're off when your kids are off. You know, like yeah. that's so key. That's like I don't want to say it was so key for me to try to home when my kids were home but that sounds like what you want to do too so i would fucking ignore everything that the father-in-law says i would hopefully the place will be done and you'll start soon if not maybe see if you can get into the local school district if it gives you a sense of purpose if you feel better about it maybe something in the local school district or something like that yeah and i would talk to your husband and have him set the boundary with his dad and just be like dad it's none of your business like you like jerry said stop sharing about it mm-hmm People have access to information when you share it. So just or assume it. A lot of people or they assume, assume it, it right? Yeah, a lot of people do too. assume shit. But he, the father-in-law, knows that you were looking for a job, so somehow he knew that mm-hmm. information. So shit like that. If people Less are judging like that, like yeah. Less is more. Yeah. Don't need to be uh, sharing shit. Yeah, and don't let it change how you feel about yourself because of his opinion. Because yeah. he could take his opinion and bring Shove it elsewhere. It. <laughs> Okay, advice, long distance move. Uh, Hi, ladies. Love the pod. I need some advice, and I'd love to hear from you both. My boyfriend of 11 years got into a physician assistant school six hours away from our hometown. Do I move with him, or do I do long distance again for two years? We did long distance in our undergrad program, so we've been, and we have been together since high school. I work remote, so work isn't an isn't an issue and i really like the area that we'd move to i also know that it would be helpful for him to go it would be help sorry i know that it would be helpful for him to go with for me to go with him maybe and help pay rent and just to be emotionally supportive i'm just nervous about what my family's gonna say and how they'll react what would you do thank you move i would go first of all you said you've been together for high school and you've been together for 11 years um, so you're in your mid late twenties. That yeah, what, they're done with grad you, school, undergrad. Yeah. He's going to physician's assistant school. You're adults. Why are you nervous about what you're? This is like when I was talking about the teen pregnancy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pregnant. How are you going to tell your mom? It's like I'm 25. I think yeah. she'll be okay with it. Like you're an adult. Let's get out of that mindset. You can move, and you got to do what makes you happy. Yeah, you're 11 years into a relationship. I mean, come the, on. The area that you're moving, you'd like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like all plus, plus, plus. Your only downside is like, what are your parents going to think? What is your family going to think? Okay, well. Is she moving on with her life and doing like, something good, as Good, that's congratulations. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think this is like, um, like, why would it be an issue? Like, why do you think it's an issue? Like, yeah. she's obviously leaving out something. Right. That, why would she even? Because I don't, uh, yeah, I think you should definitely go. And I think your family should be happy for you. You know? Yes. And have, like, have fun. You're young. You've been with him for 11 years. Don't you want to live together and have a place together? Yeah. Do it. Okay. Am I the asshole? Oh. Hey, Hey, girlies. I listen to your podcast regularly, and I'm wondering, am I the asshole? My sister is the type of person who will spend her last $30 on you to make sure you feel good, despite the circumstances that she's in. Or so I thought. I, however, am not willing to spend my last $30. I don't need to, and I would rather prioritize it if needed. For my birthday this year, my sister bought me an edible arrangement, and at the time, I enjoyed the sentiment because I was not expecting it. The action made me feel good and appreciated. Recently, my boyfriend and I have been saving up to buy a house and are currently getting outbid with each offer, so we're saving all that we can. In August, my son got hospitalized and we are making payments to pay off that debt. In October, I had an appointment with the dentist who recommended restarting treatment with my braces. My last appointment was back in 2019. That's a long story within itself. During the appointment, they price quoted me around 4K to be made in payments. A day before her birthday and after my appointment, she sent a message after an argument we had in our family group chat stating, I'm praying that you'd love me as much as I loved you to send me a birthday gift, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. LOL. When... Oh, but I'm pretty sure I'm not, LOL. When I can go back to my bank statements and I spent my last $60 to make sure you felt loved. 
I followed by sending her screenshots of expenses that I incurred this week alone, the hospital bill total that we need to get paid off, how much was owed to our credit card, and I asked her, you want me to get out of debt? You want me to go in debt for a gift? I had gotten a gift prior to the argument and everything since I live in another city, but to have it thrown at you, I spent on you and now you need to spend on me. No, I wasn't going to have it. My own boyfriend, who shares the same birth date as her, didn't even receive anything for his birthday um, since we didn't want to spend where we didn't need to. She loves to claim, I did it out of the kindness of my heart. Requesting or expecting something back isn't doing something out of kindness. For Christmas and Thanksgiving, we are making a trip down to our hometown to spend the holidays together. So I recently sent out a message that I will not be getting anyone gifts this year and I would not be accepting gifts. She followed that we would only be getting gifts for the younger kids. And I replied that even for them, I will not be getting gifts nor receiving gifts for my son. I want to end the cycle of I gave you something and now you're required to give me something in return. She didn't like the response, saying that it was for my nieces and that I didn't understand because I don't have a relationship with my family and I'm closer to my boyfriend's family than I am my own. She stated that she had already gotten my son clothes for Christmas and that she was not the type to return things. I simply told her when I'm able to spend money and I can and I will do so, but when I can't, I will not. Especially because a few years back, I bought my nieces, who were under the age of three, a $25 Paw Patrol mini art kit and a travel set and a couple stuffed unicorn plushies, and she called the gifts cheap. The toy later ended up being thrown out during spring cleanup. I guess my question is, am I the asshole for trying to end the cycle of giving to receive? I truly want the authenticity of giving a gift or getting a gift without any expectations or reciprocations. I don't think you're an asshole. I don't think so either. I think, um, <clears throat> what do I think? See, okay. So I see what he's, okay, yeah. No, I don't think you're an asshole at all. I think it's making for a tough, tough situation because, for example, the kids, people are going to want to buy your kid, your son, a gift. But I understand that if his sister's always like, oh, well, I bought your son, so you should buy my daughter She's or whatever. She's traumatized maybe. by her sister. Yeah, like, I don't I don't blame you for feeling the way you feel. I think it's a little difficult when there's young kids involved because, like I said, like, Christmas is, or, or you know, it's the holidays are usually to, like, bring joy to children's faces and yeah. stuff. So, you know, I understand you're a strong enough person to sit there on Christmas and not be get, receiving a gift and be able to understand why you're not mm -hmm. having a kid sit there while other people are opening gifts and he's not getting any at your request, I think is, is plays into a different, a difficult situation. I don't think you need to change that. I think maybe don't maybe talk about when the gift giving is going to be opening. Like you don't want to be around when they're gift giving. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, let the opening be after dinner or let it be yeah. before and you guys will come for dinner after. Um, because I don't think subjecting your kid to that situation Word. is necessarily, not that I don't think it's a bad thing. I just don't think it's a good thing. You know, like, I don't know how old your son is, but whether he's three or five or 10, if he's sitting there watching everybody else get gifts and he's not getting any you know, right. like that's hurtful, right? You know, for whatever reason, because yeah. trying to explain that to a three year old or whatever is difficult. Yeah. So I would see if you could avoid being around the whole gift exchange to right. all together. Right. But I don't think you're wrong for doing it because I've been in situations where it's like, well, you got me that. How come I didn't get this from you? And it's like if you give something to somebody, you're giving it with the kindness of your heart. Yeah. If she has to remind you, that's the reason why she gave it and that you must not love her because you're not giving her, then that's not, she's not doing it. She's giving it to receive. And that's a terrible yeah. way to be. Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't give somebody something in the, in, in, with the expectations of receiving. So I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. And fucking say it out loud. How embarrassing. So embarrassing. <laughs> that's so you, embarrassing. Why did you say that out loud? Like so embarrassing. Like, oh, you don't remember? I got you that edible arrangement. Ew. <laughs> Like, oh, you only bought me that because you wanted me to send you something for your birthday? Like, I, like... It's such a yucky thing it to is, say. It is. So, I think if I was in your situation, I absolutely would do the no gift-giving thing. And if she doesn't respect that, then that's a, a her issue. I would, for the sake of protecting my child, 
not be around the gift exchange itself. Yeah. Go later. Yeah. Or go another day. I feel bad. I feel like she ruined this for you Mm -hmm. because if she didn't like say those mean things to you, I feel like it would have just been like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, you don't need to get me anything. I really can't afford it this year. I don't really want to give gifts. And your sister would be like, oh, okay, but like, please let me. Don't worry about it. I don't expect anything in return. I just want to get mm-hmm. my nephew something. Mm-hmm. Then that's like a fine situation to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I just want to. Like, don't worry about it. I promise. Don't want anything in return. He's my nephew. Of yeah. course I want to get him something. Right. right. But that's, she doesn't come at it with a pure heart. Correct. Right. Right. And that changes everything. Correct. If you're not pure hearted in gift giving, then don't give good. Give, right gift give right give. <laughs> yes like totally so i think that if it was approached in that way i think you would feel totally different about it or maybe you still would have been like no seriously like please don't get him anything we're not we're just not doing gifts this year because then he's gonna ask me why i didn't get him something you know mm-hmm. like maybe i don't want to cause confusion whatever your reason is you should respect that mm-hmm. but <clears throat> it's just it just wasn't gone about the right way yeah, at no. all Ooh, no, yeah no. i'm so, no yeah. You're definitely not the asshole, so don't even second guess yourself. Yeah, she's definitely like gaslighting you and guilt tripping you, and like, well, I did this, so da 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 da, and it's like, you didn't do that out of kindness of your own heart because you wouldn't throw it back in my face. That's so I don't like, like that. Try to do something nice when nobody's looking. Yeah, you know, for real. When people do nice things because you know everybody's watching. Yeah, are they doing it just for the? everybody's watching yeah or are they doing it because of the goodness of their heart yeah you know yeah. and it just seems like she wants the oohs and ahs of everything that she's done for everybody you know no yep it's not how it works yep um i moved that last one to sex because we're already recorded for a while and why okay. not because we have some more sexy meals to do too sounds fabulous okay but this email reminded me because i think the holidays can be like a rough time and i'm pretty sure we did this last year and i felt like it was really helpful for a lot of people so if you have any emails, if you need any like advice with the holidays coming up, definitely send them in if you have any questions like, oh, splitting houses or this family member you don't want to be around. Like we can try to, you know, try to comfort you in this time of year. I know it's very hard and it's very emotional and oh, just a lot of shit comes up. Um, so if you need any advice in that sort of category, I feel like you should definitely email us and we can do like some episodes about like the stress or the anxieties around people and family around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that can be helpful. So send that in Agamil podcast at gmail.com. A G A H M I L podcast at gmail.com. And we hope you have a great rest of your week. And we talk, we'll talk to you all on Thursday. <laughs> okay, okay. Love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.